Hello and welcome to Alien Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze aliens in short, controlled bursts. I'm John Ingle. And I'm Mitch Bryan, and today we look at Minute 5. It's Friday, and it begins with Ripley still being scanned by the laser scanner thingy, and ends with our first shot of Jones the cat, and the first bit of dialogue. Mm-hmm. We just get a little of dialogue. Yeah, um, so we're, we're still scanning. We got Ripley... But I do like the fact that we go one, two, three. We've gone, we've gone cutter. Now we've got robot arm scanner uh, that's landed on Ripley and that now moves down Ripley in all mm-hmm. one shot to reveal. Second bio reading cat. Jonesy. Feline. In, in there with her. Yeah. And, and now we think, oh, the alien's in the cat and it's going to kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. We um, probably moved on from that. I think, we've, I think people, have, I think so. Now, uh, next week we'll talk about a little bit of a feeling I had when I first saw this, having not seen Alien. But so what you're talking about is informed, an idea that was informed by people that had seen right. Alien and had their own ideas. This is the opposite, but it's a similar thing. We'll talk about it next week. Next so, week. When, um, next week when we have our first guest. When right? we have our first guest. We'll talk it's about it. It's very exciting. So scan complete inter mystery men. You know, I guess we don't know their men. We don't right? know their men. If we're yeah, watching this be, movie for they, the first time, they could be they could be aliens. They could be the titular aliens. Yeah. What if these are the aliens? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I didn't think that when I first saw this movie, but I guess there's that idea there. I'm sure somebody did. But what's cool is that they are not totally human because they're in these big, bulky suits. So they, you know, I mean, yeah. they probably are humans, but they're in these big old suits, and there's Darth Vader breathing on the soundtrack, right? Yeah. They, Okay. Aqualungy sounds, yeah. yeah. I don't like these suits. Oh, not... well, you know about the suits, right? Well, I think they're just like salvaged from Fox Lot or something, right? Yeah, do you right? know what they're salvaged from? Outland? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what would be... I mean, I get it here's uh, what from a production standpoint, here, but... Here's what's funny. Okay, so you're going to... At least if you're going to salvage stuff from other productions, you may as well salvage them from the single most direct design ripoff movie of Alien ever, which was Peter Himes' Outland. And in fact, wouldn't Outland have been better if that company that Peter Boyle was working for was the Weyland-Yutani Corps? I mean... That would be so cool. I I don't... Are they going to make an Outland remake and do that? I mean, that would be almost something that would happen now. So I think... Why don't you pitch that? And uh, what happened... Get a script going, Mitch. Well, here's what's weird. See, Fox released Outland because Mm -hmm. they released it through their relationship with the Ladd Company. Mm -hmm. So, because Alan Ladd was running Fox when he greenlit Star Wars. Yeah. Then he left and started the Ladd Company, which did uh, Body Heat, um, The Right Stuff... They did Looker, the Michael Crichton movie. Do you remember that? Um, no, I don't know that one. With Albert Finney? Never seen it. Oh, well, a little science fiction movie you need to put on your list. It's kind of stupid, but I but it's also kind of charming. Um, so Blade Runner. Did you mention Blade Runner? And they did Blade Runner. Yeah. And, um, and I'm forgetting there's another kind of interesting sci-fi genre thing on that list as well. But they did out, uh, he did Outland. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because you wonder whether, I don't know whether there's some kind of psychological connection to Alien, because certainly the design of Outland is, I mean, it's outrageously similar. Right. And the lighting and the way Peter Himes, you know, lit that thing. But I just think it is funny that these are from, these are from the, the Alien, <laughs> these are clothes from the Alien ripoff show. Yeah, so my problem with these suits isn't, I, I mean, they're fine, but they're really, really 1980s, 
suits. Like they're to me, the design of them doesn't say anything about the future, even in Outland. Like they look more like Marty McFly, you know, playing the Van Halen for right. for George. Yeah, that's true. I I don't think I think he just kind of with this costuming, he kind of undercut what he just did with our laser light show. I think that we're now we've shown the future a little bit, and then we go way back for a minute. Well, and it's I would, fine. I, I would, would argue there's enough smoke and light and mirror and shade, and yeah. they're really just silhouettes, and you get the one shot of the glove, and it, yeah. the glove's good. It's not as good as like a Ron Cobb designed spacesuit. Mobius. Yeah. Mobius. Yeah. Mobius <laughs> See, spacesuit. Yeah. I, I think this would have been the time, and, and this is exactly what would happen now. In the, in the age of Star Wars, new Star Wars movies where they're going back and using as much Ralph McQuarrie concept art. These guys would definitely be wearing full-on Mobius suits, don't you think? Like yeah, something probably. closer, they would they would be yeah. hinting at the concept art. Oh, didn't you guys all love this when you saw it in Starlog? And isn't this more futuristic? Yeah. Honestly, I think it would kind of work. As annoying as some of that uh, winky fanboy stuff can be, in this case, I actually think I would have liked it. I would like to have seen the future here a little bit. It wouldn't have to be over the top. They'd have to come in with blinking lights all over them or anything, but... And again, and to be fair, this is just me looking at this minute. It's never occurred to me before looking at it in the way that we're looking at it right now. I've never been taken out of the movie. So those suits suck. I'm not saying they suck. I'm just saying that looking at them in this very, like, you know, through this microscope. Right. I'm like, "Eh, did he really just do that? I mean, this seems a little cheap. But again, he didn't have, you know, $100 million to make this movie. So, yeah, go pillage the go pillage the, the costume department and find some suits that'll work it's just a quick scene anyway these guys aren't coming back so yeah yeah it doesn't bother me well something's got to bother somebody mitch the show wouldn't be (laughs) it'd be a really short (laughs) the show show would be really boring if i didn't complain about something but they do spend a fair amount of time with just this and you know that close shot of the hand there's not a lot this isn't much of a minute except that we at least do get a new idea we at least get the idea that there's something other than robots Mm -hmm. moving into this ship I think that that stuff that they wipe away, I think I heard it was like some combination of Fuller's Earth and I don't know, something else. Do um, they do they wipe the stuff away in this minute? At the very end of the minute. Hmm. One gloved hand it was... wipes it away, and then we see Ripley's face, and we get the little sing-songy alien theme reprised underneath the shot of her. So again, another connection back to the, to the preceding movie. Well... I'm sorry, I, I guess I thought that was the next minute that the wiping happens. So I'll no, just... no, the, and then the voice happens in the next minute. At least okay. that's the way I got it tracked. Cool. Well, what I, I was going to talk about this was going to be the point where I brought up this impression I had from the first time I saw the movie. Well, then bring it up right now. I will bring it up right now. Then we got um, other things to talk about next week. Yeah. So I had this really basic kind of understanding of a alien, and, and and you know I'd seen the pictures of the alien. I. I don't, I don't even know where all the information it was just in the, you know, zeitgeist uh, visual, you know, in the ether. And I picked up a thing or two about like the aesthetic of Alien. And when I first saw this movie, I can remember thinking that that ice that's on that, you know, you see it glittery. But yeah. then when you actually see somebody touch it and break it and push it away, ice was not at all what I thought that was. I, I thought this was like primordial, like, like crusty, oozy slime. And I thought that somehow this was from the alien. Now, I didn't know how Alien ended, but I thought that this was some slimy gunk that the alien had left on the inside of the narcissist. So I had that feeling like the alien might be there or had been there. 
without having theories yeah. about having seen alien and wondering if the alien was still around somehow or in the cat or any of that stuff. But to, to this day, I still don't really register ice when I see that. It's something it's warm, slimier it's about it. It's warm and wet to you. It's weird. It's, it's interesting. It's, I think it might partially be the sound effect. It doesn't make... It doesn't crinkle like, you know, it doesn't sound like frost being, right. being, being you know, scratched away or something. And then, of course, later in the movie, as this movie goes along, there's going to be... They they it, they interact with the... Um, what would you call it? Like the the crust that the alien likes to build up around like to yeah. make the nests and so yeah. on they interact with it a little bit more and it always seemed a little crunchy and kind of similar to the sound you get here and kind of the feel you get here so i always back when i first watched this movie first few times i kind of took it to be still that somehow this had something to do with the alien only in, you know the last few years have i gone oh i guess it's ice again we're not even sure if ice makes sense here it's i mean it's good visual but does it actually make scientific sense? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. That was That's part of it, though. So when you're making this a sequel for someone who's never seen the first movie, or if you're making a sequel and you have to keep those people in mind, you know, I'm going to speculate, maybe, that in the back of his mind he wanted this to seem kind of alien, not just be ice. So what's interesting is that you had the minute pegged later... Because when I because I did announce on here it ends with it ends with Jones the cat which is mm-hmm. what you what what you had said but I don't have Jones the cat appearing in my minute that's interesting <laughs> until the next minute until after mm. the five minute mark so, okay it, it's so, very short it's like two seconds in like it, it the, right after we see her the camera it, we have a pan or right. the length of the to reveal the cat well here, here's the behind we'll give a little behind the curtain you mentioned it I think in the first minute it's hard to get a digital copy of the theatrical cut of this movie. Those of you out there who've made podcasts like this or have been on them know that we're supposed to chop, chop these movies up in a minute increments. It makes it a lot easier. I like it. I like to be able to just watch the minute as it is. We haven't found the theatrical cut yet at the time of this recording. So we're just kind of going off the movie. So that this is why I just, I say this to explain why maybe Mitch and I are off. We're out of sync a little bit with where the minute ends. I don't know for sure why, you know, exactly why but it probably has something to do with the fact that maybe we have two different were you taking it off of the dvd i was taking it off of the rip of the long version of the director's cut which okay. then you know okay so i was watching the theatrical dvd there you go of it. that's got to so, be it so, so maybe a... there's some little bits did i mean we found that with alien right that there might have been some things little like frames here and there that were cut you know it could also just be the you know when you, you when know. when a movie gets ripped like that there might be just a few seconds off here and there within due to the compression yep. I, I don't know and enough about compression rates but um and this is like half of our audience has left now because well, they're no. so bored by this they want to know but, why we screwed up but <laughs> that's why we may have screwed up on this one where what john thought was the end of minute um minute four was different than what i thought or minute five was you different know, than what you thought this will be an interesting let, let's put this out to hey guys come back and listen now We'll put it out there. Everybody look at their DVDs or Blu-rays, whatever. I, there was something that I forgot to mention way back at the beginning. When we get the fanfare, in the first minute we get the fanfare, before we get the Brandywine Productions credit, the first credit, there's a long black face with no sound, nothing. And it's kind of weirdly long for any movie. I, I, I think most of the time you could kind of come in, in in five, ten seconds at least, and I think it's a full ten seconds at least before we get anything. And I wonder if that length is different. I wonder if there's like a little cut there, if some versions are longer, well, have a longer break or not. We're going to find out right now. This is well, so I was going to make it homework for the 
Oh, well, interaction for the Facebook people. I'm going to see the answer because I, I, I don't remember this long uh, black yeah, yeah. pause that you're talking about that I comes have, after the, I after had the it thing. I in the notes as being 10 seconds long, exactly. All right, so here we are. I'm looking at my version. I'm seeing the 20th Century Fox logo, and it's going to fade out here in a second. It fades out. I'm going to one chimpanzee, two chimpanzee, three chimpanzee, four chimpanzee, five chimpanzee, six chimpanzee, seven chimpanzee, eight chimpanzee, nine chimpanzee. You're right, John. Ten seconds. Eleven. And now eleven seconds and the Brandywine thing comes up. Who knows? I don't know. That's bizarre. Is there sound under that? I don't nothing. Know. There's nothing. That's why I thought it was bizarre. That's and really I forgot weird. to mention it in the first minute, but I wonder if it's a different length here and there. Um, I okay, think that, everybody, th- chime in. Let us know. This is really, and, really nerdy. But. And also, chime in and let us know if any of you out there, as weird as Mitch, and uses chimpanzee as his counting rhythm <laughs> instead of Mississippi. Um, I've never heard that until this minute. I've never heard anybody say chimpanzee. I'm a Yankee. I wouldn't say Mississippi. That's that's a that's a syllable too short. Oh, no, well. it's not. You're right. Never mind. <laughs> this this episode has gone off the rails, folks. Yeah. We got whining dogs and. Chimpanzees. <laughs> Chimpanzees. <laughs> well, it's Friday. We're supposed That's to loosen right. it up. It's casual Friday. so Olive is actually chasing her tail and, right now. If yeah, you've never seen that. It's, it's like it's you thought it was crazy a minute pure ago. Pure dog neuroses right oh, now. Okay, well. Might as well have shuffling of papers for a moment. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, anybody anybody has a, um, a great rip of the uh, original cut? Uh, uh, Mitch, I think, I think I've got one okay. coming, but I just couldn't get it in time. Um, Anyway, all this, all, I'll just say, Mitch just, we were just watching a Blu-ray, purchased, bought and purchased legally, yeah, and I have the Blu-ray box set at home. The big alien anthology that this yeah, one comes Yeah, we of. both have this. We have paid for it. 20th Century Fox, we just want you to know that we have bought, legally bought these materials. Oh, so. for fuck's sake. You know how many times <laughs> I bought Alien yes. in how many different formats? I yes. had a Betamax, a VHS, a laser disc, a DVD, and a Blu-ray. I am so We're, tired wait, no of no sixteen millimeter. No, no. Whatever, man. I'm I thought so. You, tired I thought I had a of, big fan. There was on never show a Super me. Eight digest of this thing. <laughs> uh, between The Godfather and Alien, I think those are the two movies that I've bought more times in more formats. Well, Star Wars for me. And yeah, Star Wars. I don't know how many times I, I had every VHS version of that movie for some reason, and I would probably and you know. Yeah. 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 So they, a, and guess what, who that is? I had a beta. God damn it, 20th Century Fox? I had Fox? a Betamax of it that yeah. came from unscrupulous sources God. early on. I don't even they, know whether they released it on Betamax. 20th Century Fox is pretty adept at getting people to buy things over and over again. Yeah, I guess that's what Which you, is a nice lead, in, nice lead in for Alien Covenant. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that's all I have for this week. And, I, and I if you so stayed too. with us, God bless you. We'll Thank try you. to make it up to you with a sticker you know, or something. Oh, crazy bad shit episode. It's a good Friday. Good way to go out on the week, I think. so. Well, next week we're going to have a guest. So definitely come back for that. It's an old familiar friend from Alien Minute. Uh, we won't let you know who it is. You'll find out next week. Want to give a shout out. at the? It's the end of the week. I'd like to give a shout out to the boys over at Star Wars Minute. Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer. Thank you again for loaning us your concept. Uh, if you want to find other movies uh, by minutes, that's MXM, by the way, if you're looking for it on Twitter. Moviesbyminutes.com is where you can find those, uh, any show, minute by minute, pretty much any movie. At the point that this was released, I'm assuming every movie in the Warner archives and Turner catalog is all being covered and everything. So we're pretty much getting there. Um, anyway, uh, you can find us at alienminute.com. Uh, you can also go to iTunes. 
Stitcher, Google Play, all the podcatchers, and uh, follow us on Twitter. And, of course, come to the Facebook page and complain about how shitty this episode was. Thank you. We'll see you next week for minute number six.